Hello and good morning, my friends. We are together once again, and I want to thank God for making this day possible. My name is Nimrod Mbaye from Koinonia Ministries, Nairobi. I want to welcome you most gladly uh, to join me once again. Today being Sunday, uh, to read the Word of God together and to learn from God our Savior, to learn from our coach and our teacher, the Lord Jesus Christ. I trust that uh, you are keeping well. And may God continue to bless you uh, and your families, those who are working or in business. May God also be there with you, those who are looking for opportunities. May God, may God open doors of opportunity for you. His blessings, Lord, uh, I, I, I mean, are many. Today um, is just a, um, a couple of uh, Sundays from the London Marathon. This year's London Marathon. And we saw what happened. Uh, our champion, the reigning champion, was dethroned by new blood. And this gives us a, a very proper setting for our message this morning. Because our message is about running in the marathon race with every intention and every and the purpose and intention of winning the gold medal or whatever reward there is. We shall be reading therefore from the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 12 just three verses, a couple of three verses, one and two, three, uh, which says as follows. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the other and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So our theme is endurance, faithful endurance in this life's marathon race, in this life's struggles. Life is like a journey. It has a beginning. It has an end. We don't begin a journey without the intention of finishing. And yet we must understand there are many dangers there are many roadblocks on the way anything could happen. But if we persevere, and if in particular we put our faith and our trust in God, we shall yet finish in spite of the opposition or the obstacles. May God bless you, my friends, as we um, discuss this matter uh, this morning. So we are in the in the marathon race, or something equivalent to the marathon race, there is a reward at the end 
for those who who win, for the winner. And I've rewards of smaller value, of less value, to number two and three, maybe. The others have also the joy of finishing. And when we finish well, even though we don't get the, 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 the ultimate reward, it is rewarding to have run with us such endurance and to finish. So our scripture this morning compares life in Christ to a marathon race in which believers are competing. Not with one another, but running together to win the gold together. In this, this race is different. Everyone who finishes well gets a reward. Now in order to run successfully, however, in order to compete successfully with the purpose, with the hope of finishing, there are things we need to do. We need to keep our eyes fixed on those who have run the race and finished before us. In particular, we need to fix our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ who is the reigning champion and who will forever remain the, the reigning champion. He will never be overthrown. It makes sense, doesn't it, then, to make him our coach and to watch him as we run so that we can be victorious as he was. We are to know that we are not alone. There is a crowd, a, a huge cloud of witnesses who have run before us and they bear witness that if you endure you will be you will finish well number two we are to get rid of every wit unnecessary wit number number three we are to run with endurance number four we have to fix our eyes on Jesus let, let let's try and um, decipher who these people are. But let me first of all point out that um, it's, it's rather unusual for a, a book, for a, for a chapter, in, even in a book, to start with the word therefore. And so the practice is, or wisdom is this. When you find therefore at the beginning of a sentence, or a chapter or a paragraph, you must ask yourself, what is, what is it there for? What is this therefore doing, what is therefore doing at the beginning of a book or a sentence or, or a paragraph? What is therefore? So this therefore in chapter 12 verse 1 is about the previous chapter 11. The heroes of our faith. Uh, their, their history, a part of their lives and history is the content of chapter 11. And all the great things they did and all their endurance and all they did. And so verse 12 then begins with, therefore it is closure, therefore there means it is beginning, it is the beginning of closure to an argument. The argument is in chapter 11 and then conclusion is in chapter 12. 
Therefore, because this, they, they, they managed to do that, therefore, we too can make it. So let us go quickly to, back to verse 11 and see uh, what we are told there. <clears throat> Who are these witnesses? They are Old Testament believers who had faced, who had faced severe persecution in their time, who overcame many dangers, opposition. Some even gave up their own, gave, I mean, gave their, at the expense of their own life. But others did finish victoriously. As we mentioned last Sunday, but one. My friends, we live in, 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 at a time when um, the Church of Christ is under extreme pressure to compromise their strict moral standards and give way to the loose morals of this world. But, um, uh, but, but, but if, if we, those who know what is good for them will refuse to compromise. Those who are vague or of two minds will give in to the pressure and they will lose their concentration, they will lose their way, and they will lose their crown. Now, apart from particular individuals in, mentioned, who are particularly mentioned in chapter 11, like Noah or Abraham and Moses and others, the writer gives us, a, a, I mean, a, a, a brief summary of the kind of dangers and hardships that these believers had to endure during their day. And I'll just go very quickly over them. The writer says, and what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samson, and prophets, and the prophets, who through faith, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouth of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword whose weakness was turned into strength and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. Women received back their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain better resurrection. Some faced jeers, flogging, while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned, they were sewn into two, they were put to death by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and ill-treated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us so that only together with us would they be made perfect. My friend, do you see why these cloud of witnesses are interested in us? Their reward is waiting for us to finish the race then we shall receive the promised reward together. But even though they knew that their reward will be in the future together with us, 
nevertheless, did not allow the pressures of their day to take them away, to distract them from the calling to which God had called them. They maintained their faith and endured until they died fighting or until they ended up victoriously. And that is what we are being told in, in chapter 12. Therefore, if those people in those ancient days who are less privileged than we are, less educated, less equipped than ourselves, could endure such terrible persecution and danger, we too can endure, can persevere, and we can run the race and end up victoriously. That is our simple message. So the reason for calling up these witnesses, therefore, is to encourage today's Christians. It was to encourage the Christians of the time uh, when this letter was written. This letter, the letter to the Hebrews, um, appears to have been written to, Christian, to Hebrew Christians who were also facing persecution. But they were, uh, after being very faithful at the beginning, they began to waver. They began to give up their faith. They began to doubt their calling or the promises that, that God had made. And some of them began to go back to Judaism and to the law of Moses. But now the writer told them, my friends, what you are doing is wrong. Remember how well you started. Remember how well you ran the race at the beginning. Just stand firm and endure like the people of old in the Old Testament, you are, you, those who ran ahead of you. And together, uh, and together with the, those of the Old Testament and together with the church of Christian church today, you will all together receive the rewards when the time for it comes. So endurance is our message. It is our theme and it's our message this morning. Endure in suffering, endure in headship, endure in sickness, endure my friend, and this is difficult to, to say, endure even unto death. Because we have the resurrection and we shall all be raised. I know it is not, it, it, I mean, unless you are facing uh, this persecution, it might look at you are being rather super, I mean, you know, clumsy or taking it easily. I know it is painful. But this is not my words. This is the promise of God as written here. Now, <clears throat> but let me cl clarify one, 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 one thing that uh, I don't think that these Old Testament witnesses are actually watching and cheering uh, I don't think the Bible tells us that, but they have left behind a legacy of endurance. They have set an example that we all ought to follow. These are, this is why they are witnesses. They will witness at the end how they endured, and so shall we if we shall endure. Now, but we are told now to follow these conditions, Everything, we have to get rid of everything that endures. My friends, aren't we carrying just too much baggage with us? Aren't we involved in just too many things that distract us from our calling? Haven't we forgotten that Christ sent us into the world to go and evangelize the nations? Have we not been taught to be humble and to live simply, to worship simply in, in spirit and truth? 
and to give away all these uh, show, show way uh, lifestyles and all these expensive gadgets and decorations that we have in our places of worship today? What about all these titles we carry? What about all these things we are told, yes, you have Jesus, but we need to do one, two, three. You need to go and see the man of God to do this and the other one or the woman of God and do this and this and this and that. Oh yes, bring your tithes, bring your offerings, bring your first harvest, bring your second harvest, bring your first child born churn, bring the all this, all this stuff. Israel did those things and they failed. How do you think we shall survive ourselves? We only need Jesus and nothing more. Let's fix our eyes, my friends, on Jesus. He is the living one, the one who died, the only one who came from heaven. Just fix our eyes on him. Jesus is enough. The Bible tells us Jesus is God. He is the chosen of God. He is a spokesman, you know, from heaven. Nobody else has been to heaven except Jesus Christ. And so what it tells us is the whole truth and the whole truth and, and, and the truth. Let us not listen to these false prophets, these false preachers. All they need is your money. No more. And what do they do with the money and the offerings? Do they feed the, the hungry and the... Uh, no, they don't. Do they spend, uh, spend it for missions? No, they don't. They spend it instead in their luxuries, luxurious living. My friends, you are not giving to God. You're only giving to men. And when you give to men, you'll be rewarded by men. If you do things, you know, to be, to be noticed by men, you'll get your rewards from men. Let us instead do things with our eyes fixed on Jesus and the reward of eternal life, of eternal glory that he has promised. Let us run this race with endurance. Let us not be distracted. Sin, of course, is our biggest hindrance. But there are some other things also which are not sinful in themselves, but that are equally harmful. These are bad habits. You know, uh, I mean, you know that laziness, failure to pray, failure to read your Bible, bad relationships, bad company. We are told, you know, uh, damages our, 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 our character. But what about uh, eating, overeating? And these are the careless lifestyles. They can also get in the way of our running, of, of, our, of our successful racing. So we have to get rid of every extra, every unnecessary baggage, including extra weight. When we <laughs> successful marathon runners wear the flimsiest, the lightest of clothes. They don't carry their bags with them or their suits and they have their suits. And so we need to be light, to lighten ourselves so that we can run a successful marathon. And we are to run with endurance. I have already covered this. Let, let, let that be enough. Uh, finally, let, let's, let's come to the, 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 what is the theme uh, and, and our lesson is to fix our eyes on Jesus. Verse 12, chapter 12, verse 2. Now, the book of Hebrews, the theme of the book of Hebrews is actually the supremacy of Jesus Christ. 
We are told that Jesus Christ, God in the, in the, in the past used to speak through the prophets and through other, other messengers, including angels. But in this, our age, God has chosen to speak only through one person, through Jesus Christ. So to fix our eyes on Jesus is first and foremost then to know that Jesus is there for us. He has been sent for us and he is going to stay here with us all the time. We therefore are not alone. Jesus is with us. It doesn't matter who rejects you, family or friends or the world, you are not alone. Uh, uh, Jesus is greater furthermore than the angels and uh, the Moses. Angels are just mere messengers. Don't, don't, don't think we can bypass Jesus and call angels to come and help us. They are Christ's messengers to the believers, to the saints. So fix your eyes on Jesus. He will know when to send angels or not to send angels. But fix our eyes on Jesus. Jesus, you know, is God, as you have seen. But he chose to give up all his glory in heaven. All his titles and all his privileges. And descended on earth as a human servant. A human slave, actually. He even washed feet. He made himself without nothing. No health, no property. He didn't even have a place to sleep for us, for us. He was, he faced persecution. He faced hate, uh, rejection, even by his own family. He went to his own people, the book, the, the Bible says, the Jews, but they also rejected him. And in the end, they crucified him on the cross. But God was with him and he raised him back to life. And now he lives in glory in heaven, along with, the, with, 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 with those who um, have committed their lives to him. And he'll come back again and we shall see him come. That is then, now the, the time of the rewards and all that, of being taken up to be with him. And so fix our eyes on him, therefore. See how the Son of God humbled himself so that he could accomplish the work the task of our salvation. We are called to give up everything in order to remain faithful to Jesus. Jesus was tempted as we are tempted and yet he did not sin. Yes, we can live victoriously. We can overcome temptation and sin if we fix our eyes on him who was tempted and yet he did not sin. Jesus maintained a close relationship with his father and regularly spoke to him in prayer. To fix our eyes on Jesus is also to maintain a regular and a faithful pattern of daily or at least regular prayer and Bible reading. Jesus had no other wealth and yet he made so many wealthy and he's still making us wealthy in a spiritual sense at rate. And, and furthermore, he never lacked anything. In fact, he lived a very joyful and very abundant life. Fix our eyes on Jesus, my friends. And whatever our other circumstances, whether rich or poor, we shall be able to live an abundant life. For we are told he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. 
And because Jesus was faithful to his calling, at the end of his term, he prayed in John 17 saying, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you give to me to do. My dear friends, fellow believers in Jesus, there's only one reason we are here on earth, to glorify Jesus. To glorify Jesus, our Savior, our risen Savior. But then, how we live, what we choose to do, what we omit to do, determines whether or not we will glorify Jesus. And finally, as we know, Jesus um, I mean, uh, paid the ultimate price when he endured the pain and the agony or, and the shame of the cross. And this he did because he saw ahead of him the joy, the reward of all these people who are today called Christians and believers in him. But how many, my friends, how many of us are truly worthy of our name, Christian? Jesus living in me. How, how, how many of us are worthy of that name? By what we do, by how we live. God, God's ultimate plan, my dear friends, is to make us as Jesus is. So let us fix our eyes on him. He is the perfect man. And to be made like Jesus is actually to be made more and more human, the perfect human, as he was a perfect man. But how is Jesus? It is not his physical appearance that matters. It is what is in his heart. It is his character. Let us learn from him. Let us make him our coach. So to, to, to finish this, our take-home lesson would be then, first of all, let me, would, would be this, what I'm about to say now. But let me begin by saying that there's this old uh, hymn um, with, with a chorus that has these words, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will glow strangely dim in the light of, in, in, in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will glow Strangely dim, will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, away from trouble, away from the world, away from temptation, away from all these things. Fix our eyes on Jesus and whatever comes, we shall handle it, Jesus and I. Amen. Jesus warned his followers that just as he was hated, just as he was persecuted, so they too should expect to be persecuted. But he endured all this and now is glorified in heaven. My friends, if we endure, if we persevere, we shall yet see Jesus face to face. Finally, there are rewards in endurance. There's rewards in fixing our eyes on Jesus. He has promised, he promised the people of the Old Testament, the heroes of our faith. He promised it to his disciples. But those who will get these rewards are those who turn away from the world and fix their eyes on Jesus. Those who take up their cross daily in order to follow Jesus. Those who persevere in trials and temptations. Those who forsake all for the sake of Jesus and daily live 
for him. Now, the great apostle Paul, towards the end of his life, wrote to his spiritual son, Timothy, saying as follows, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. My friends, that is what, what, uh, what the end for those who have remained with their eyes fixed on Jesus. May God bless you for listening. May God bless you and reward you and make you victorious as we fix our eyes on Jesus Christ. Amen. There are numbers there. Please call or write to us. I thank you for listening. May God bless you and bye-bye.